This is the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, we're back here for a quick little clip here because we got Jay Foreman play-by-playing along with Nick. What game is it? Fuck. Uh, we got Miller South and Omaha Westside. Battle Ooh. of 7-0 teams. Ooh. So good good matchup. Up. Yeah. And Westside, shout out to them. They got a nice eSports squad. I believe they won state oh, did they? last year, the year before last, in uh, Overwatch. And I have one of their players on my roster, Braylon. Shout out to Braylon. Uh, he has a crazy gamer tag. I don't want to. I know I'm going to mispronounce it. Um, Shomo. Shromo. S-H-R-O-M-O. Shromo. That's his gamer tag. <laughs> Shromo. And we have Wolfie Skelly, Skelly Wolfie. And that's uh, Brittany transfer from Concordia that we got. And she's good. She's really good. She's a junior. And she helps out with the team. And she's part of the team that just that swept USC on Monday. There you go. So they got a squad. She's on the starting roster along with Brett, one of her old teammates from uh, – from Concordia, so that's uh, you know, nice little pickup we were able to accomplish there in terms of recruiting. So that's one thing I'm going to start getting into in October. Right now, get into reaching out to all the Lincoln schools because right now I think they should be about a month into their esports competitions, and then reach out in the schools and talk and start talking to players. Um, I got I got a guy that is going to help me with out of state recruits in a program there, um, and you know so. We gotta we gotta start filling the rosters, keep the attrition balanced, so yeah. we don't lose too many players. We have ten partial scholarships that I'll be handing out, and even those scholarships are not just for players; they're for students that want to come and get into broadcast entertainment because of the streaming part of it mm-hmm. that we do with our games. So broadcast entertainment—that's why I'm in the J school and the journalism college of mass communication. So then, students that want to be commentators, play-by-play, color individuals, or work in um, behind the camera in productions, you know, so they can have that opportunity if they're really into it. So it's not just uh, the best gamer out there and giving them a full ride or give them, a, I say, a partial ride. Yeah. You know, for the, for the three, four years they need. So what's the, uh, like, I've always kind of wondered because, okay, I'm not very good at video games, but I'm pretty okay. good at Tetris Battle. Yes. It, I, have Tetris, I have Tetris Effect. Oh, I don't do, I've done Battle on my Switch. I know you're talking Oh, yeah, yeah. Can you, so what's the, like, how do you, like, when you recruit, when you say you recruit, is it like a, is there like five or six games that make up an esports team? Or like, how does, how does, uh, how does it like work when you say like Omaha Westside won the championship? Is that in a certain game or is it combined? It was was in a certain game. So yeah. So games are broken up just like traditional sports are broken up. Football, baseball, basketball, you got Overwatch 2. You have shoot. You go back. You got StarCraft 2, which Mm. I was like, this game was even around when half of these kids were (laughs) born. They weren't, they just been. They don't even know this game, but they do. They compete in it. It's that's the state championship game. So Overwatch 2, League of Legends, StarCraft 2, Super Smash Brothers, Rocket League, and Valorant okay. is the verbatim esports titles at the high school level. Some states throw in Rainbow Six Siege or Apex Legends or Call of Duty or Halo Infinite. And then other states may have also Madden, 2K, and FIFA okay. or FC Soccer by EA. So... This, that's the range of games. It's a, so that was about a dozen games or so. Um, at the university level, it's all them games. You know, from I said the only games that are kind of lost a little respect because 
players weren't showing up to game time a lot. And so the, the league's like, we're not going to run those games, which is unfortunately sad for me because it's Madden, mm. FIFA, or FC Soccer, and 2K. And I'm like, oh, oh I like man. this. You know, take my sports games away? Yeah. And uh, I think the only FGC game, which is fight fighting game community games, is Super Smash Bros. And no, there's Mortal Kombat, there's Tekken, Street you know, Street Fighter that are out there. So hopefully they could bring them in. Some some college leagues do have those games. Then you have a, to me, then you have a well-rounded selection of games for you know for us competitors to pick and choose from and, and compete in. And then as far as your partial scholarships, are you looking for like specific uh gamers and it like what where your team is lacking a little bit yeah if we need to fill you know rosters but we look for no different than traditional sports we're looking for kids gamers that are three point i'm gonna say 3.0 to 3.5 and up Mm. so very okay because then you know there's a lot of decision making in these games and a lot of processing information all at once they got to do and play or shoot at the same time um and uh, know how to um, work with people too, understand communication and all that so it's a lot of job skills that are that are acquired in playing the game, especially League of Legends, Overwatch 2, Call of Duty, all the shooter games. There's a lot of communication, a lot of information they gotta see, feed to their teammates, callouts, then the strategy behind, you know, rotating on maps at certain times and knowing how to, you know, rotate a map on League of Legends, because that map is all about timing of certain places, the Drakes, the dragons you have to defeat and get their powers to fight together and build your armor on your uh, character along with the armor on your teammates to then we all become powerful together as five players. So yeah, it's a lot of my, it's like league of legends, is the closest game to chess of all the esports games out there, uh, league of legends and Dota too. Mm-hmm. It's more, it's not, it's, it's chess and not checkers for sure. And then I guess another question for you, I, I know you're the, the, the head man there. Is there a, is there a coaching staff? Do you have uh, assistant coaches? Yeah. So I have uh, one, I have actually, a couple faculty members, I could say they're my coach. I'm calling them coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one, for sure. Uh, and Actually, it's two of them for sure. But one, he kind of like, I don't know if I'm a coach, but he's the coach to me. <laughs> um, so one, the one for sure is a coach, uh, Ryan Tan. We just got him from Penn State. He was a faculty member there. Okay. He wasn't part of the esports roster from my knowledge. I got to find out tonight and let you know next week. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he wasn't. He just was a guy that has kind of my pedigree, but from the esports side. He was a pro. He was a pro for Fnatic. He played Overwatch, uh, first the first one, and he played, I believe Apex Legends or, uh, I think it was Apex Legends. I think so, but he can correct me on that. And then he developed games. He went to work for, I believe, Riot. That makes League of Legends. That make, that okay. makes Valorant. So he has that experience. So he went. He was a pro. He was like the captain and the coach. Then he went to the other side of it, like working in the developer's chair, being somebody who creates a game video game for people to play and then scouting and all that stuff that he did that I do as a coach he did the same thing and so Ryan Tan does that and then Alan Eno who's been on campus for a long time and he works with the production side and so to me I look at him as a coach because he's going to be coaching these kids which is the same as teaching any of them that are going to be a part of our production team or the esports program to produce our content that you'll see on that you've seen on stream a lot of Kids, right now we don't have our, like I said, we don't have our dedicated studio, but stuff is still being done from their dorm rooms, from their apartments, when they are putting the production on Twitch and on YouTube. What, what we what we see, what you're going to see when we see the games. We should have a game tonight, or if it was last night, maybe Valorant here in about 20 minutes or so, just like high school football. But cool. uh, but next week, 
I got to look on the thing, but I know we have another team um, in the Big Ten next week and face them starting off with uh, Overwatch 2, and then Smash, and then Rocket League, and then Valorant. So that's four games a week, one school, all the way to about mid-March, which would be our spring final championship weekend, um, I believe, at Ohio State University, if we qualify. And right okay. now, we're on I mean, it's week one. We did, we did well all around, all around our games. Um, but got to stay confident and not cocky, I like to say. Confident, not cocky. So we stay humble in terms we get when we officially get to the playoff and go to a, a big land party when we get an opportunity. Well, that's cool stuff. And it's, it's cool to watch the, the sport grow. It's cool for you to be here to kind of guide mm-hmm. us through it, too. Um, and just to see, you know, like you said, pr- production wise, like all this stuff, um, see the program build at the university will be very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, we got to wrap it up here. This is the Mon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Jake Bakovan. Happy to jump in this week. We do have Millard South in Omaha Westside coming up next. Uh, Jay Foreman and Nick Sainert out there ready to call the battle of undefeated teams. Uh, that's coming up next year on 93.7 The Ticket.